0: If you take your profits early, then you don't allow them to grow big enough to pay for the losers. Sometimes that can be really uncomfortable, right? This is the How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast, brought to you by 10MinuteStockTrader.com, where we cover finance, stocks, options, entrepreneurship, education, and money. And here's your host, voted one of the top 100 people in finance, Christopher Ewell. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place. Like Texas, you've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. If you're looking to create a bulletproof trading plan, then you need to get the bullish power cheat sheet. This holds the secrets that you've been looking for. You can get it completely for free at 10MinuteStockTrader.com. Be sure to like, subscribe, and watch all of our past episodes. Good afternoon, traders. Don't forget, Monday, we and the rest of the market are going to be closed uh, for Memorial Day. Donna, happy Friday to you. Glad you could make it today. Yeah, I'm sorry about yesterday. Um, So the Tesla, I mean, the moment we picked it up was having this issue. But I was like, no big deal. We'll just get it under warranty. Uh, When you roll up the... Uh, front passenger side window, as soon as it hits like where the window goes in to the trim part, um, it detects an obstacle and comes back down, which wasn't a big deal because if you press and hold the window up button, it'll just go ahead and do it. Um, so I wasn't stressing on it. And yesterday, uh, well, a couple weeks ago, I had the tech, they actually came out to my house and worked on it and they couldn't fix it. So they scheduled an uh, appointment to drop it off, which I did yesterday morning at 930 a.m. And it's still there today. We're going on more than 24, pushing 30 hours at this point. I don't know what's going on, but I have a loner, so I'm not stressing too much. Um, but I, I'm, I'm sure it's not a big deal. I just don't know what's taking so long. Either way, that was what was happening yesterday. And hopefully they'll call me while we're in the process of this and say, come get your car. I'll be like freaking sweet. Awesome. Uh, So, yeah, we. um, So part of what we have been doing is working with a company called Outlier and uh, that is spelled O V T L Y R. Um, They are. they There are some of the same founders of uh, Fin Club. However, this is like above and beyond by the biggest stretch of the imaginations of what um, what FinClub could have ever done. And I'm super stoked to be a part of this. Um, I have been working all week long on developing a system using something similar to what we do every single day. And so that's what I'm going to attempt to do today is go through that system top to bottom, maybe even put on a trade from it. Um, I did invite the uh, outlier uh, founders to come and watch as I'm trading through this data to give any feedback. Um, and I'm just super stoked to have these new opportunities available for us, because, as you know, for so long, we've been sitting in a transition period just for months at this point. But that gives us new opportunities. Brian says, car already in the shop. No, nah, it's fine. I mean, there's always some glitches, right? Even even the wife's Lexus, as bulletproof as that has been, it had some issues here and there, like the time my son pulled the door handle off, but that's a different story. All right, let's do our market analysis. Welcome to the 10-Minute Trading Room. This is how to trade only 10 minutes a day and exactly how to take the guesswork out of trading. Now, we're still going to go through our 10 minutes to Freedom trading strategy plan, and then we're going to shift into the outlier plan. That's going to be the way that we're going to do this. So... With our 10 minutes to freedom strategy always starts with the market. We need to see the 10 over the 20 with price over the 50. And let's go to spy. So we need to see the 10 over the 20 price over the 50. And it has been a rip roaring huge day today. We got all of that. What did we talk about yesterday? Cup with handle? Hang on. Hang on. I don't draw patterns, but this one, in my opinion, could definitely be that. Look at that. Right? Totally, totally could be that. But I don't like patterns. I think patterns are subjective. I don't do subjective. I do data. So that's bullish. Next, MMFI got pretty smoshed, pretty smooshed the other day. Uh, it was under 40 yesterday, I believe. Now it's back up to 43. FinClub Club came in green today. Uh, so that means uh, bullish, bearish, bullish. Now on a day like today, that means it is not an offensive day. It is a transition day. Strong kid, I know, right? <laughs> um, yeah, so this is uh, not going to be a offensive day on our 10 minutes to freedom strategy. However, we are going to be taking a look at outlier trades today. So let's go through this process. So starting with outlier data, relative strength, then the charts, then liquidity, then position size. A little bit out of the different order, but this is what I came up with right now. Now, on the open, the objective here really is to load everything into the relative strength scanner, remove that don't match based on relative strength, remove again based on the 10 period EMA, and then remove again based on liquidity. At that point, what's left over should be great trades. And for closing, I'll show you this more in a little bit. Check to see if you can, if you see a curl on the oscillator. If so, that's a closure date. Now, what does that mean? So I am in currently. Um, I'll show you what I meant. I'm in. I'm in Uh, What is this called? Uh, Capital One Finance. I'm in Colgate short. I'm in UBS long and I'm in Synchrony Financial long. So I'm in three bank stocks long, one consumer discretionary short. I'm not ready to start doubling position sizes with this yet. So what I'm doing is once it achieves this point, I'm rolling the contract, uh, banking in some of that profit. So I've already rolled uh, Capital One and I've already rolled Colgate Palmolive. And that frees up more capital so we can do other things. But I'm in those four currently right now. So just like we would always do on an offensive day, we need to start with our existing positions and see if there's anything to close. So let's go through those, those four real quick. So UBS, Synchrony, CL, and uh, Capital One. Now this is inside the Outlier platform. You don't have access to this yet. This is the dev. So there's pro- there could be bugs as we go along, but that's kind of the, what they asked me to do is trade on it. <laughs> see if anything breaks. So we're going to go first to UBS. Now, when I say look for the curl in the oscillator. So as you can see, this is a, a price chart here. The orange is a downside indicator like warning signal. The red is a downside indicator active signal. Um, And so here's some buy and sell signals to go along with it. Let me zoom out for you right? But you can see the oscillators is this blue line. It's not a moving average. It's it's a uh, data oscillator there. I don't know exactly the criteria of the data, but I'll learn more about it soon. Don't worry about that. However, the point that I'm trying to make with the curl of the oscillator is when it's going back up, that is essentially the, maybe not exactly the buy point, but close to it. When it's curling back down, that's somewhat of like the, uh, the warning sign that it's about to hit a sell point, which you can see right here. And if we zoom out, <coughs> if we zoom out, you can see, right, here's a, uh, a curl down for a sell point, And then it kind of went sideways. And then a curl up happened right around here for a buy point, which the actual buy point came a few days later. And then the curl down, I know um, this is something that devs could work on for sure, because like that is obstructing the price. Um, the curl is right here a few days before the sell. And then the sell comes and then it's back down. So that's the, that's the gist of it here, right? Is when the oscillator curls back up, that's a buying signal. When the oscillator curls back down, that's a selling signal. You're never going to have buying signals inside of a downside indicator. So even if this, uh, wasn't a sell, it would sell before then. So let's look at UBS. As you can see the indicator right now, the oscillator is still pointing upward. So there's no reason to get out just yet. Uh, next is synchrony financial. You can see the indicator is pointing north, and so there's no reason to get out just yet. And Colgate Palmolive, you can see the indicator curled back down, so there's no reason to get out just yet. Let that run, and then lastly, uh, this is um, Capital One Finance. The indicator has curled back up, so there's no reason to get out just yet. And of course, there's it's never going to be perfect signals, but what I would like to show is you know there's definitely lots of uh, buys and sell points and one of the things that i really liked about this is that for every buy point there's a sell point which is good but also is that like if things don't work out it's not going to put you like a hundred percent wrong right it's going to be a couple dollars sometimes you lose a couple dollars on a trade and i like that the risk is contained like that so uh, what we have is a list of bull signals today and a list of bear signals today and what I have come up with is a quick little trick using our Excel file. So check this out. Um, let's go here. So outlier data first, we've already pulled the data. We can see the bull and bear list. Next, we're gonna drop this in Relative String scanner. Let you know that's a spreadsheet. So the way we, what I have figured out is if you copy from the bottom and up, copy, just any old spreadsheet, doesn't matter. Bam, drop it in. Do it again to the bearish list. Go to the bottom of today's. Copy all the way up. Bam. All right. So there's your list of bullish. There's your list of bearish. Now, here's what I have found as well. You could take this and let's just get them all in one column here. There's probably a smoother way to do this, but for now, that's what I'm going to do. We're going to take this column and we're going to drop this into what I created earlier today, which is the outlier scanner, similar to our relative strength scanner, just with a couple couple differences. Edit, paste special values, this should look familiar. So now we come through and we do, this is the long trades. This is the short trades. And then give it a minute here and the data will fill in and it should look like you're familiar with, right? With our setup for entries and everything else. So I'm going to filter on just the setup for entries, easy breezy, right? So now we've got 12. So the next step here is we did our relative strength. Now let's go to the charts. And of course this is really handy as far as seeing the relative strength, right? Cause some of these in fact, let's go back to everything real quick. Some of these may be uh, bullish setups according to outlier, but they have some really poor relative strength. Like this one here, RPA. I don't know anything about RPA, but its relative strength is only 46, and it's declined by 44% since last week. So let's go look at RPA real quick. What's R was RBA RPA? Was RBA? Right. So now, according to their data, it definitely is set up on a buy point. However, based on my the way that we like to trade is using the relative strength it does, doesn't have enough relative strength for me to be interested in it. So that's why I'm looking at these and I'm skipping them. Let me close a couple tabs. So let's go back to here. Um, This is set up. So it only looks at ones that would pass on our relative strength. So go to set it for entry. We're going to take this list, drop it into, I made an outlier list, edit. And now we have this list here. And a real quick thing is you can actually see the prices because that's one thing I do wish that it showed here was like the stock price, but take the data that we can get. You can see the prices here. And then we go through here and we say, okay, are any of these or which ones of these are above their 10 EMA? Probably can work that into the spreadsheet. That'll be the next step. I I bet you I can do that. Uh, But for today, all we want to do is just check that they are above their own 10 EMA. All right, so this one is here. AXP, ESLT is below, GTN is below, IAC is below. All right, MLM is still below, so that's okay. NLY is good. I just want to confirm that it is below on the trend, right? That the trend is actually starting to go down. This one here, I would skip. So OT, OTEX. In fact, after we get done, I'm going to manipulate this some more so it does take into account the, uh, the 10 period EMA. I've already got the data here. I just need to build it into the, the signal. All right, so we just took OTA off or OTEX off. SBOK is good. SCH or SCWX is okay right now. Speegy, that's above. So we're going to take that one off. UAL. Is okay. VRSK. That one is also okay. Oh, wait, no, 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 That's the opposite. Okay. That's above. That's above. That's above. Okay. So we need to take those three off. So these two as well. Got it. So this is our list. Now, <clears throat> our list now, just eight stocks. All right. So we take these eight. Um, I've already done all that. Now, real quick on liquidity, because a lot of these are not super liquid that's what I found. And in order to do that, just a real quick should only take a moment here. So like AXP, I know that's gonna be super liquid, that will be in the calls. So open interest. It's going slow. There it goes. So yeah, there's definitely some liquidity here. So we're gonna keep that. But then things like ESLT, that's gonna be short. Remember, we've already made our notes over here. So we're gonna look at the puts. Oh my gosh, this was going so much faster earlier. Let me refresh the page. So I have to log back in, y'all. I'm not going to let you see it. I don't want you to see my username and password. <laughs> um, OK, let's come back to ESLT. GTN. Where's my data? This was working fine earlier. I see let me down here taste the trade let's go back to ESLT okay now we have data okay so ESLT has nobody in the puts so that's why I say you know before we do anything else just quickly look at the liquidity right so we can just continue to exclude GTN does have some liquidity here that one looks interesting let's come back to that iac okay the out of the monies have liquidity which is interesting the in the monies that's that's more than 250 which is what we want to see but that's nearly two dollars wide i'm not interested in that so we're going to take off iac mlm what is MLM? Is that like Herbalife or something? <laughs> Martin Marietta materials. Uh, there's, there's no volume here. I cannot believe how slow this is going. It's never been that slow. Okay. And with that. NLY. So, so far we still have AXP and GTN. Oh, NLY looks like some opportunities here. Okay, let's keep on that one. Let's look at SBLK. Man, I can't believe how slow this is going. Okay. There's some liquidity there. Let's keep that one. And then SCWX. It's an $8 stock with no liquidity. Actually, $15 is my low. Imagine if we were doing it at the same time. Yeah, I know, right? All right, so here's what we're going to do. Um, I'm going to make myself a couple notes. And then I'm going to work on it real quick. So um, and then um, oh yeah 15 stock because we want we want good stocks, not $15 stocks or less. Okay, so that leaves us AXP, GTN, and okay. LYB. Okay, so let's go through each of these three. What happened to AXP? Oh, AXP is no longer set up for entry. That would be why. Okay. GTN, NOy BLK, GTN. Now, if you remember, on liquidity, we want to have, I know it's been a while, so let's refresh. We want to have at least 250 plus open interest with a less than 50 cent bid-ask spread, 20% or less extrinsic value. So let's take a look here. So this one's in the money. This is the only one that we could look at. Let's look at extrinsic. Uh, it's basically 50%. Oh, it's only $7. We don't want that one. All right. NLY open interest. Okay, here we go. Either of these could work. 27 cents on 84. That's pretty close to 27%, right? Oh, it's 32 versus five over at 163 is clearly better. Okay. So let's look at this one, open interest, 245, that's 5 cents wide, seems good to me. Okay, so NLY, let's go back to here, market blue, that's my note to myself for um, outlier trades. Okay, so NLY, let's go back. And what is it right now? 1844. Okay. So we're looking at puts in NLY. June 16th. All right. June 16th, 20 puts. Be sure you get the right position sizing. And with the outlier scanner, which I know I haven't shared it over to you yet, it does have all that that you'd need right there for position sizing and everything. So that should be good. Okay. Just checking on that. And I'm going to put it in on my business account over here. Okay. Filled price was one six, zero. Move This back into this and make this bigger. Okay. Filled at one six zero. So let me drop this in the discord. This is five twenty six twenty three trade number one NLY six sixteen twenty three twenty twenty dollar puts for one sixty when trading at eighteen forty five bot. Cool. All right. So I'm just going to make a note on here where we got in. Cool. All right. So NLY is good to roll on that. Now we're looking at SBOK. In fact, real quick, let me show you NOI and SBOK. That's funny. The uh, CEO of Benzinga literally just texted me. (laughs) I don't know where that came from. All right, so looking at here... So this is a sell signal. As you can see, it's the curl back over that we talked about earlier. That is an NLY. I'm gonna mark that as a favorite for now. And then this is the curl back over on SBK that we talked about earlier. So we'll mark that as a favorite right now as well. Okay. So we we haven't got an uh, SBK yet, have we? SBLK. We're looking at the puts, either of these, oh no, hang on, take that back. Either of these have enough liquidity. Let's look at the uh, extrinsic value, 74 cents, and thirty. Well, 37 should be fine. And this is 270, that's 20 cents wide. That looks all right to me. So I'm gonna go into my business account and I'm gonna put that on real quick, SPLK. June 16th, 20 puts to where I get filled. So out of practice. <laughs> it has been too long since we've traded. I'm trying at 270. Yeah, because I didn't get filled at where it was. Okay. Actual fill price was, was it 270? It looks like it was 270. Okay. Don't love that price, but it is what it is. Trade number two. Two. To the bot. SBLK. Same date. Yep. Not $20 puts. It was $20 puts. That's funny. For 270 when trading at $17.77. There we go. So two trades today. It has been far too long. So just to recap here real quick, we now have SBOK and NLY in the portfolio. And we also have uh, Capital One, Short, um, what is that? Uh, Colgate Palmolive Long UBS, Long Synchrony Financial, Long NLY, where's SPLK? Oh, I didn't add it to the bin single list. No, no, that's NLY. Sorry. told you I'm out of practice here. Now it's in the bin single list. Okay. There we go. Okay. Short, this short, this. Short this, long this, long this, long this. Okay, got it. So that's what we got right now. So, um, man, am I stoked to finally get back to trading. I'm loving these uh, trade ideas with Outlier. And of course, as we go, uh, the objective here is whenever you put on a trade using the 10 to Freedom trading strategy, right, for your entry points, that needs to also be the reason why you have your exit points. Now, I say that because with these that we just put on, we are using the exit points in Outlier, okay? So it may be different. I mentioned this the other other day that on Synchrony and UBS, I would have wanted to get out yesterday or the day before, Uh, but I did hold on to these because that was my exit point that I was waiting for, which I haven't gotten yet. So that's the way if you trade, if you get in, you gotta get out using the same criteria. So real quick, if I refresh this page, Should have all of those in right there. Perfect. Good to go. All right. So now let's move into our final thoughts. I tell you, it has been ages since we put on trades. I'm so happy giving some new opportunities and um, I think these are going to be great. Now, one thing that we exercised a lot of the last several weeks is patience. Here's a trading rule for you. Patience is power. Every successful trader is a patient trader because all of those traders are waiting to see the signal they need to either get in or the signal they need to get out. They're not rushing into, oh, I need to trade. I got money in my account. I need to trade it. I've told you my stories where I've lost a ton of money doing that. Or, oh, I, uh, I I see some profit. I have to take the profit now before it goes away. Right. If you take your profits early. Then you don't allow them to grow big enough to pay for the losers. Sometimes that can be really uncomfortable, right? Um, I think it was Yorn. It was it was right after Yorn started. We had the biggest winner we had for 2022, I think. Um, but it was in KHC. And I remember it was like day after day. Perfect. There's no reason to get out. No reason to get out. No reason to get out. We finally got our exit signal. And at that point we we're up 341% on that trade. And it was awesome. And Yorn was texting me saying, man, I'm so glad I joined you. And I'm like, listen, man, I know they don't all work like this though. And that's why I remember because he was so excited. Like they don't all work like this, but when they do, you have to let them run as far as they can because that one trade pays for six, eight, 10, 12 losers. And then puts you ahead overall. So there's a lot of being uncomfortable with being a trader, as you know. And a lot of that is because of patience to enter and patience to exit. All right. Well, thank you all so much for coming to today's 10-minute trading room. I am super stoked to finally have some trades on. And we will see how it develops. Now, quick reminder, uh, we will be closed on Monday. And I also will be on vacation on the week of the 12th through the 16th. Um, But other than that, I'll see you right back here on Tuesday. Don't forget, Monday is a holiday and we'll talk soon. Hey, by the way, don't forget, you need to get the bullish power cheat sheet. And it's totally free over at 10MinuteStockTrader.com.